Ephesians, the sixth chapter. The tenth verse, Ephesians 6, 10, it says, Finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God, so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand. Somebody shout stand. You may be able to stand your ground, and after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth. Buckle around your waist with the breastplate of righteousness in place and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. In addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Pray also for me that whenever I speak, words may be given me so that I will fearlessly make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. My brothers and my sisters, I ask that you would join me in a word of prayer as we share on the sermonic subject of this morning. One word, shift. Turn to your neighbor, just look at them and say shift. Turn to somebody on the other side and say shift. Come on, let us look to the Lord God. In Jesus' name, we thank you for this moment that is yours. Now, God, send the preacher, send the Holy Ghost, grab a hold of me. And anything that would limit me or hinder me, God, from proclaiming this word with power, move it out of the way and God, you have your way the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable Lord in thy sight save somebody, heal somebody deliver somebody set the captive free in Jesus name we pray amen and amen somebody shout shift an interesting thing. As I was reflecting on this sermon, as I was reflecting on this season, as I was reflecting on what God is doing individually for us at Community of Hope, when I was reflecting on what God is doing as a community for us as Community of Hope, what I realized is oftentimes we can get caught fighting the wrong fight. Oftentimes that there can be things and levels of the game that we just don't understand. And the truth be told, it's almost like politics sometimes. That sometimes you can be in a room that you can be thinking you're doing everything that's right when the truth be told there's been a meeting before the meeting and a meeting after the meeting that you weren't a part of and you don't understand that you're sitting there and you're fighting for something but the reality is the play has already been run. Uh, that's just sitting there. Oh, oftentimes, oftentimes, the challenge, oftentimes, if you are not politically astute, is that you can be thinking that your protest is fighting to shift something when the reality is the decision has already been made, the check has already been cut, the things have already happened, and unless you understand the level of the game that you're playing at, you can miss it, and you've got to, in order to play at that level, you've got to shift. 
In other words, that you've got to be able to understand the level of the fight. You've got to understand where you are, what you're dealing with, how you're, sometimes you've got to shift. Has anyone here ever uh, been in a situation in which you realize that for all that you thought you knew, you really didn't know what you needed to know in the middle of that situation? That you thought that you were making a difference, you thought you were making a change, but the reality is there were forces that were much greater moving at a higher level than you ever knew about. And, and, and therefore, what has happened, what you thought you could change, you could not change because you were actually fighting the wrong fight. Have I got a witness in the house today? And I've come by today because I believe that it's time for us to what? Shift. Uh, that when we look at this scripture, this scripture is a very interesting scripture, Reverend Bill, because it's one that we all learned. We've learned if you were in church for a while, in Sunday school, in church school, that you learned this scripture about the full armor of God, taking on the full armor of God. And we often were talked about uh, about the full armor of God, talked about uh, uh, about the breastplate of righteousness, talked about, about the helmet of salvation. Y'all know the full armor of God. Uh, but what I realized in looking at this is I realized that it was not just talking about the armor of God, but really when I look at these 10 chapters here in Ephesians 6 that we mostly put uh, uh, to dealing with uh, 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 the armor of God, uh, it can be summed up in one word, and that word is shift. Uh, the reality is that for many of the things that we are dealing with, uh, uh, that what we need is not a, 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 a vacation, uh, but we need a shift. Uh, that what we need um, is not uh, to keep fighting the way we've been fighting, but we've got to learn how to what? Shift. Uh, uh, the, the, the Reverend Bill, I was thinking about it, and I, and I realized that I, I was praying. I said, God, I'm tired. I need a vacation. And God was letting me know, son, you, you don't realize that what you've been dealing with, a vacation can't get rid of. But you need a precation because uh, a vacation without a precation is just going to keep you with frustration. Have I got somebody who, who knows what I'm talking about right now? That, 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 that I don't care if you go to Punta Cana, uh, if you don't get to your prayer closet, it, it, there's stuff going on in you that Punta Cana can't fix. There's stuff that's going on in you that the beach can't change, but you've got a shift in your future, or, or, or you're going to be back with the same frustration that you've been dealing with. You need a shift. Uh, and you look at the scripture, the scripture deals with us and it helps us to understand uh, that the scripture writer is saying that there's a level uh, to this situation that you don't understand. You need a what? A shift. One of the first things I believe you've got to understand, if you're going to understand you need a shift, is you've got to shift uh, 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 where you think your strength comes from. You've got to shift where you think your strength co comes from. The, the, the scripture says, finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. And, and, and I will admit that if we're honest, if we're honest, if we're honest, as saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost as we say that we are, uh, that many times uh, in our individual living, uh, we do not live as if we believe God is the one that gives us strength. If we're honest with ourselves, now I know some of y'all are super saved, and so y'all going to say, no, I'm always with the Lord. I'm always with the Lord. I always know that it's God who is the one who, who does it. I know, always know that it's God who is the one that gives me my strength. But the fact of the matter is that for many of us regular folks, amen, somebody, uh, that we try to fight battles on our own and with our own power. Okay, nobody on this side, anybody on this side know what I'm talking about? 
right? Anybody, anybody know what I'm talking about? That when you're looking at your situation, when you're looking at your circumstance, that the fact of the matter is uh, that, 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 that you go to your own strategy before you go to prayer? Is there anybody who can be honest enough to admit that even when you go to prayer and God tells you the way to do it, you still do it your way anyway? Is there anybody here honest to, enough to admit uh, that you can look at Scripture and see the answer for your situation, uh, but, but the answer for your situation does not line up with your proclivities? Lord, have mercy. And your proclivities often outweigh the word of the Lord, and so therefore God has told you to live it one way, but you decide to live it your way like you burger king amen somebody and, 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 and you get upset when it goes the wrong way because you did it your way because you have not fully lined up in your life that the source of your strength is God but but I've come by to tell somebody today you've got to shift that, that if you shift in understanding that God is where your strength comes from then that means you shift in the understanding of how you move when God tells you to move that means that you shift in your understanding uh, of, of how you play things out in situations because you play things out the way God would have you play them out the first thing you've got to do is you've got to shift your understanding of where your strength comes from the second thing though is you've got to use the right weapons for this fight the scripture says what? That we struggle against. Uh, that we struggle. God have mercy. Uh, that, that we fight against. Uh, that, that our struggle is not against flesh and blood. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. You bring in a knife to a gunfight. And wondering why you always end up losing. That you are fighting a fight, but the actual issue is that you are fighting a fight, but you are fighting it with flesh and blood weapons. When the fight is spiritual and it's over your head. So you're fighting against people instead of principalities. You're fighting it with confrontation and not consecration. And wondering why you keep losing time after time after time. That you are sitting there and you're cursing out your children because they remind you of their daddy or remind you of their mama who ain't no good. But that don't make them no good. But you don't realize that you've been triggered and you don't even realize what's triggering you when they talk to you a certain way and you curse them out not realizing that it's not them you're fighting, but you're fighting the spirit that is behind the disobedience. And so you're fighting a, a spiritual battle with physical flesh and blood weapons, expecting to get a victory. Let me help you here. You need conviction versus carnal celebration. Okay, before I say this, can I tell y'all I love y'all? I love y'all. I, I love y'all, right? One of the challenges that we have in the culture right now is that we celebrate doing wrong. Like it's cool. Like it's cute. And the ones who celebrate it the most are Christians. 
I'm saved, but you can catch these hands. I told y'all I love y'all. I told y'all I love y'all. I'm saved, but I'm ratchet. Since when did we start celebrating that which we should be convicted for? We should feel convicted about the ratchetness of our life. And we wearing it on t-shirts and wondering why we can't get better. Because we are excited about that which grieves God. And we miss the battle. For we struggle not against flesh and blood. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? You're fighting a spiritual battle, but you are spiritually putting up the signs of surrender every time you celebrate the fact that you really can't live it the way God wants you to live it. That you are telling the enemy, you are telling the world. Now, I'm not saying that you've got to be perfect. That's not what I'm saying. I am saying you should feel conviction. And if you feel conviction about something, then one, it should push you to change. But two, it, sh it sure enough shouldn't cause you to celebrate it. If it's not the way God would have you to live it, then you shouldn't go around bragging about it like that's cute. And then wondering why, parent, your child is doing the same thing. I have a whole sermon sitting there. I, I got to just do this. For Community of Hope AME Church, for all that we're trying to do in this season, as we've come back into the physical space, as God has us negotiating for a building that is beyond anything we could dream up or imagine, as God has us about to walk into even another building, what God whispered to me on the prayer call this Friday, actually God didn't whisper it, God yelled it to me. As God said, before you can work on all that other stuff, you've got to work on your heart. God, God crushed me. Said as a church, you can't be working on paperwork for mortgages and the church ain't consecrated for this new season. We've been apart from each other for two years. We're coming back together, but I don't want us to be like when the kids first went back to school. And the teacher said, wow, it was going bananas in the school because the kids hadn't been back together for so long. And therefore, they had gotten used to bad habits throughout the pandemic. 
I thank God for what we've been able to do in trying to keep and toe the line online and on TV and all that kind of stuff. But I understand what God whispered to me was Community of Hope AME Church has to go into a period of consecration. Collectively and individually. The pandemic has got us in some bad habits. And we have got to get back to a place individually. I'm talking about from the pulpit on down and collectively. Now, I'm not saying you're a mass murderer. But you slick out your mouth more than you used to be two years ago. <laughs> have I got at least one witness in the house today? <laughs> have I got anybody who can admit that your fuse is shorter than it was two years ago? Have I got somebody who could admit uh, that you tend to get frustrated quicker than you did two years ago? Have I got somebody who can admit that you at some point along the journey, it may not have been these exact words, but it was his sentiment, said, I may not know karate, but I do know crazy, and I will go off on your tail if you keep it up. Guess what? You wrestle not against flesh and blood. What the Spirit whispered to me is the church, the big church, not just community of hope, during this season has been under spiritual attack. And the enemy has been using the pandemic and the isolation of the pandemic to cause, is there anybody who, you may not even want to raise your hand, but you can admit, I'll raise my hand, that you've been dealing with more anxiety or more frustration than you have ever in your life? I start with a new therapist this Wednesday. I, I, I tell you, you should start with one too. Oh, come on, church, say amen. I ain't scared to admit it. Y'all not going to look at me like I'm... Shucks. I used to be the most cool in the gang, easy going, nothing bothered me, everything roll off my back. I was like, hold on, I get a little frustrated a little bit quicker than I usually do. I need to talk to somebody about this. Because what the God showed me was, in the pandemic, I've elevated you. But the attacks have elevated as well. And you think that this is about your willpower, self-discipline and focus, when really this is a spiritual attack you have to deal with spiritually. Now, I put tools in the earth to help you with these spiritual attacks. That's a therapist. A therapist is a tool, you know what? But your weapon is your consecration. And you can use tools and consecration to win the, and weapons to win the battle. As a church, we're calling Community of Hope to a season of consecration. Sunday, June the 5th is Pentecost Sunday. For us, it's going to be Consecration Sunday. But this week and next week, uh, the prayer line will be, uh, the, 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 our prayers that usually happen Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on, 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 on Facebook will happen every day. Every day, 7 in the morning, every day, be prayers on Facebook Live. 
I need y'all to pay attention on this Wednesday, on these Wednesdays, the I or Reverend Bill will be teaching at 7 o'clock on Facebook Live in this period of consecration. So this Wednesday at 7 o'clock p.m., amen? So we got prayer in the morning, amen, somebody? 7 o'clock p.m. on Wednesday is going to be teaching, amen, somebody, by myself or Reverend Bill. And on June the 5th, everybody will consecrate leaders, will consecrate volunteers, will consecrate members, will consecrate visitors. And what we're trying to do is we're going to have oil for everybody to take home. Everybody have a vial of oil that we pray over for your own house. Online, you're con on, this is not just an in-the-house consecration. This is in-the-house online consecration. And online, uh, next not this week coming up, but next week, uh, that we will have time to be able to come pick up communion elements and all for yourselves. Because uh, whether you're online or whether you're here in the house, that everybody can use consecration. Amen, somebody? Is that making sense to somebody? That, that, that for those who can't come and pick it up, we'll also be mailing it out. Amen? Because we want to be a blessing to everybody needs to get consecrated. Why? Because my third point was go higher. The first lady, when they were in the midst of situations, First Lady Obama said, when they go low, we go high. And everybody loved it in the moment, but now you'll see folks on the internet say, when they go low, I go lower. When they go low, I beat their tail. I mean, you see all kinds of stuff. But the first lady understood a spiritual principle that everything in this scripture about spiritual warfare is about how to shift and go higher. Every piece of the armor is about how to go what? At the end of that scripture, it says, and to pray all the time with all kinds of prayers. Why? Because you need to go what? This is the season to go. It's the season to shift. It's the moment to shift. It's the hour of shift. God wants your life. And I promise you, I promise you, I promise you, I know this in, in the, the bottom of my heart. If you get yourself consecrated, God's going to perform in your life in ways you've never dreamt of or imagined. Because you'll be fighting the real fight and getting the true victory. Won't you stand all over the house? If that word meant anything to you, won't you give God a hand clap of praise in the house today? If it made sense for you, if it connected with you. If you want to go along this consecration journey, if in this moment you want to say, God, please help me to fight the real fight, just raise your hand. Raise your hand. Amen. You can put your hands down. 
if you've never accepted Jesus as the Lord and Savior of your life, consecration comes through relationship. Consecration comes through relationship. If you've never accepted Jesus as the Lord and Savior of your life, whether you're here, whether you're online, or if you're already saved but you need a church home, or if you just need to fundamentally rededicate your faith to the Lord, today is your day and this is your moment. And I would just ask you if that's you, if that's you, if you're not saved, if you need a church home, if you need to rededicate your faith, if you're here in this sanctuary, I just want you to make your way to this altar. I just want to pray for you. If that's you, I just want you to make your way to the altar. Just tell your neighbor, excuse me, I need to get down to that altar. If you're not saved, God bless you. I see you coming, my sister. God bless you, my sister. Come on, give God a hand cup of praise for her. Just stand right here. Online, if you just type Hope Decision to 474747 or be able to just click the link that's right there. Today's your day. This is your moment online. Someone else today, you're not saved. Be honest with yourself. You need a church home or you need to rededicate your faith. Come on, I need you to just make your way down. Just say, excuse me to whoever's sitting by you. I need to get on down there to that altar. Just let me, excuse me. I need to get down there for myself. Someone else today. Today's your day. I know there are at least two more in the house. I know you're here. And today's your day. God bless you, sir. God bless you, sir. I know you're here. God bless you, sir. God bless you. There's at least one more, maybe more, but there's at least one more in the house. You're not saved. You need a church home. You need to rededicate your faith. Make your way to this altar. Make your way. Just tell your neighbor, excuse me. Online, you're there online as well. I need you to just say, it's me. And I need you to click the link right there online. Or if you're watching this on Roku or Apple TV or Fire TV, I just want you to text Hope Decision to 474747. Today's the day of your salvation. Today's the day for you to get right with the Lord. Won't you come today? Today's your day. Community of Hope, do me a favor. Just help me. I just want you to turn to the folks around you and say, is it you? Do you need to go down? Are you Tell them, I'll, I'll go down with you. Tell them, are you good, neighbor? Are, are you good? Is it you? 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 There's someone else today. You're not saved. You need a church. Someone else today. You're not saved. You need a church. Online, someone. You're not saved. You need a church. I want you to be a part of what God has for you. That this is the day of the shift. Somebody shout shift. Come on, somebody shout it real loud. Shift. I want to thank God for these who are here. There's one last call I have to make. This is for folks that are online. This is for folks that are right here. Remember I told you that on June the 5th, we're having Consecration Sunday. We need some folks who can help us on the Consecration Sunday committee. We need some folks who want to be on the Consecration Committee. Um, if that's you, if you would like to help join the Consecration Committee, we'll be having the first meeting. That's tomorrow, Brother Doctor, Monday at 7. 
on Zoom. Monday at 7 on Zoom, we'll be having the first meeting. If you want to be a part of the consecration committee, just raise your hand. If you want to help us to put, God bless you, I see you raise it high so I can see you. God bless you. I see your hands, I see your hands at the consecration. Come on, give God a hand clap of praise for these. If you would help me.